Vaccines are highly effective at preventing severe COVID. That means helping keep you from being hospitalized or even dying. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. Domino's Pizza is hiring. Work in a fun, fast-paced environment with Domino's. Do you have solid math skills, sound judgment, and the ability to multitask? You want to be the boss? Domino's Pizza is needing an assistant manager. Domino's is also hiring for delivery drivers with fun and flexible hours and a great schedule that'll fit what you're looking for. And take home cash every night. Domino's needs customers customer service representatives too. Apply now at jobs.dominoes.com. That's jobs.dominoes.com. Domino's Pizza is an equal opportunity employee. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. It's time for The Setup, the fastest hour in sports talk here on The Ticket. Here are your hosts, Cade Carlton and Andrew Bowen. All right, welcome in here on a Wednesday edition of the show. Wednesday, March 9th, 2022 edition of the show. Here on the Ticket Radio Network, streaming online, 953theticket.com. And through the TuneIn app by searching for KNEA. You can also find us uh, on Twitter and Facebook, 95.3, the ticket there as well. Uh, coming up on the show today, we'll talk some uh, We'll talk some baseball. We'll look in at the pros and see what the latest news is out of the MLB. We'll uh, recap as well as preview uh, some A-State baseball that uh, is coming up tonight. Uh, we'll also uh, kind of look around at some of the latest news to come out of the NFL. We'll look at some college basketball. Uh, Grizz were able to get back on track last night and get a win. Also, uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the GOAT getting inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame today. So uh, a few different things we'll kind of bounce around on over the next hour or so. But right now, uh, Andrew Bowen going to get us caught up on some headlines. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. A-State baseball lost their matchup against Southeast Missouri on Tuesday. Red Hawks won by a margin of 14-6. A-State's next matchup is at home against Southern Illinois tonight at 6 p.m. Arkansas basketball has clinched a four-seed for the upcoming SEC Conference Tournament down in Tampa, Florida. Their first game will be Friday, March 11th at 2 p.m. against an opponent that will be determined as the tournament begins tonight. The winner of the Missouri and Ole Miss game goes on to play LSU, and the winner of that game against LSU will go on to play the Razorbacks in Tampa. In Memphis, the Grizzlies are back in the win column after defeating the Pelicans 132-111. John Morant had 24 points, and Jaron Jackson Jr. accompanied him with 22 himself. The Grizzlies currently sit at number two in the West, and their next game is against the Knicks on Friday at 7 p.m. And this has been your Daily Headlines, brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing the best deals on tires. Now back to Cade. Uh, two things. Number one, I had actually thought about, you know, it's the Knicks. The Knicks aren't very good. Uh, right. So I, I, I may swing over there on Friday. So I just go for it. Just yeah. check StubHub, and I'm no longer going to think about swinging over there on Friday. It's like, oh, what, no. what in the world? They're playing the Knicks. The Knicks are terrible. Like, why, why are tickets so crazy? Whereas, like, last night they were playing the Pelicans. You could get in, like, down low for $10, but I didn't really feel like I think it's, this last night. I think it's because last year the Knicks were a playoff team, so 
Granted, they're not great this yeah, season. I guess. But with the NBA and how it swings, I feel like it'd be a better game than most people expect. But uh, I agree. I agree. I don't know. Like, I, I just thought, oh, surely, you know, you could get down low for, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 bucks, something like that. It would yeah. be, wouldn't be too crazy to get down low. And nah, it's more like, <laughs> I think the starting price was like 70 or $80. It's I, the John Moran effect. I, I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. But I, <laughs> but I don't want to pay that much money to sit down low. And I'm certainly not going one hour across the river to sit up top. So I'm just going to watch it on TV. I mean, smart choice, smart choice. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, not to, uh, to get beside the point there, but that, that honestly would be a good point though. It may be more of a, uh, more of a John Morant thing than a, um, than a uh, New York Knicks thing. I think it's because they're, they're newly the two seed after this game, they pulled ahead. So, it could be that too, but so, I don't know. And I'm not even looking at the regular courtside seats. But the get in price on Friday night to to sit down low in the one hundred level on StubHub before taxes and fees are added is one hundred and twenty six dollars. Jeez. I I think I'm good on that one. I think I'm okay. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> so I I don't know if that's the, the New York Knicks effect or the John Moran effect or Whatever, but the result of that effect is that game that did look appealing to go to is now not so appealing to go to on Friday night. I'd rather watch the TV broadcast. So, anyways, uh, we'll get into more Grizz talk coming up later on the show today. Uh, right now, we'll just kind of look at uh, we'll look at the MLB and what's going on there. And honestly, well, not much is going on there today. Uh, it got to a point last night where. It seemed like significant progress was being made a little bit in the in the MLB, and it seemed like uh, you know maybe we were getting to a point where, and obviously they weren't weren't going to get a deal worked out last night, but we were getting to a point where we go in today, and there is significant progress made toward getting a deal done uh, because the MLB did extend the the deadline back to today to uh, to cancel more games. Uh, and really, we haven't seen much come out today. Uh, it was interesting to follow Jeff Passan last night because he had some news, uh, along with some of the other MLB in- insiders. And then at like 11 o'clock, he tweets a picture of a Diet Mountain Dew can. So it's like, oh, maybe we're getting something. And then I woke up today with a tweet from him at like 2.09 that said, go to bed. So That's good. Uh, we, we wound up not getting, uh, I don't know that we got uh, just a whole lot accomplished uh, today so far in the MLB, but it did seem like yesterday we were making uh, significant progress. One of the things that the MLB has been pushing today is uh, is kind of the the new international draft thing, and that's something that wasn't even brought up when discussions first began, but it feels like the MLB owners continue to just pile on and pile on and continue to move the goalpost as we get set or as we try to uh, get a deal done. Uh about an hour ago, the MLBPA said that they have left the MLB headquarters. Their latest proposal is now in the MLB's hands, so we're waiting on that. Uh, and apparently, nine minutes ago from uh, Ken Rosenthal, he said the international draft is a non-starter for Latin players and might not be acceptable to the union, given their 
giving uh, with their major MLB give. Union in the latest proposal still wants qualifying offer eliminated as well as a higher CBT threshold and more pre-arbitration pool than the MLB has offered. So that is something that is just coming out in the last few minutes, and it does not look like at least from that, that we are going to get a deal done today. But I don't know, maybe maybe the MLB adjusts their stance and we get to a point where it happens today, but I, I doubt it. Uh, also, John Heyman coming out about five minutes ago saying uh, that big gaps still exist following the union counteroffer, discouraging news for those hoping, hoping for a deal today. Resistance is strong in the international draft. And uh, Ken Rosenthal also mentioned uh, multiple other differences that uh, were were in the latest proposal. So it kind of feels like where we are. I don't know what day it was last week. I thought maybe Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that where these two sides met for like 16 hours and they met until early into the morning and it felt like we had significant progress going into the next day and honestly thought maybe we get a deal done the next day. And then it turns out we're we're uh, we're further apart than the MLB wanted to let on, and that's kind of what that's kind of what this looks like right now. It looks like th- these two sides are still um, significantly far apart in their negotiations, and they have until five o'clock today before more regular season games get uh, impacted. So, if if they were to get a deal done today, which doesn't look likely. Uh, Bob Nightingale did put out yesterday that the uh, the MLB season would start up on April 6th through 7th range. They'll add a few days on at the end to make up for lost games, and they would also play some doubleheaders and also uh, make up games on what were scheduled off days uh, for teams to get the full pay and the full 162 games uh, in since they would already miss about a week, week and a half or so uh, of the season. So, uh the, the general idea, I think, was that teams would be in spring training camp by Friday if they were able to get a deal done today. And uh, I guess you would have spring training and the end of free agency going on at about the same time, which would be a little bit weird. But uh, it does it does not look like we are going to get a deal done today because there is still significant uh, financial issues to uh, to overcome and also the whole uh, international draft thing that the owners have just brought forth. Literally, I feel like in the last three to four days, they have made this like an end-all, be-all. And it's something that, honestly, like a week, two weeks ago, I don't know that we really heard anything about this whole international draft thing. It's it's kind of a deal that has just been tossed out there. And I don't know. I, I just, uh, I have a hard time signing, signing with the owners in any of this because... Again, you know, Jeff Passer put out an article last week or two weeks ago, something like that. And one of the things he mentioned in the article was the fact that the MLB owners don't care to wait this out and wait until mid-May, late May, early June to start the season because in all reality, the first month of the year, with it being cold in most places, hurts your ticket sales, which also hurts you financially. So you start the season in May when it's warm outside and you – you know, think that the the stands will be packed, the excitement will be there, and all of that. But also at the same time, I do question whether or not uh, whether or not the MLB will have the same support if they miss significant uh, amount of games. Uh, because if you're talking about a scenario where maybe you don't come back until like mid May, late May, or something like that, well, at that point, 
most people that like baseball probably will be invested in college baseball. Most general sports fans are going to be invested into the NBA playoffs at that point. And so if you continue to wait this out and you don't come back until mid-May, late May, what is the overall fan support going to going to be like? It's not going to be good. Yeah. That's for sure. I, I mean, I know I'll support because – I mean, I feel like I'm in the in the low low percentage of people that will kind of be ride or die when it comes to when it comes to sports. Uh, you know, a lot of people dropped off of sports during COVID. It made me watch more sports. I feel like I'm in the small minority on that, as is probably most people listening. So, uh, I, I do feel like there is going to be a small percentage that is there still and will be attending games, watching games, whatever. But also, you're gonna. I, I feel like you're going to see a big drop off with your casual. MLB fans in this because it, it, so much with what goes on today is kind of out of sight, out of mind. That the MLB is out of sight, out of mind for a month, month and a half longer than you're used to them being. Then all of a sudden they kind of fall by the wayside in some, yeah, in, in some areas. So I, that is my biggest worry about this uh, because the biggest thing you had going for today to get a deal done was the fact that the MLB promised. The owners promised a full 162-game schedule, full pay, and full everything. Well, now, if you don't get a deal done today, then I just feel like we're going to a point where you're banging your heads against the wall. Because at this point, the the players have nothing to lose. They're already taking a pay cut anyways. They're already not paying a, playing a full 162-game season. So at that point, you have nothing to lose, and you're going to fight for what you believe is right. And so... I feel like if you don't get a deal done today, then we're talking about a while before you you get a deal done in uh, in Major League Baseball. So, yeah, I don't know that 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 is what it is. Uh, we still have, I guess, about two three hours to uh, to get a deal done before the deadline strikes and the MLB cancels more games, and we get to see a smiling Rob Manfred on TV that is delightfully telling the public that the MLB has canceled more games because Rob Manfred is a clown. Uh, all right, so that's. We'll kind of range off of the uh, the MLB topic. We'll talk some uh, A-State baseball. A-State was in action last night against SEMO. They'll be in action tonight against SIU. So when we come back, we'll uh, we'll kind of recap last night, look ahead to SIU, and talk some A-State baseball after this time out here on The Ticket. We're not ready to go to the closer just yet. Stick around. More of the setup is coming up next on The Ticket. At Glenn Sane, we're going to continue telling our stories, mentioning our troops, and Kurt, Todd, and myself telling you how much we appreciate all that you do for us. Because of your support, you have helped us grow and be successful in this business since 1954. We realize we can't please everyone, but I can assure you that our families at Glenn Sane will work harder than anyone to please you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Glenn Sane, and God bless our troops. You know, if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes, if you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is going to be medically assisted and supervised by a medical team that's going to customize a plan that fits your life and your goals. There's multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medication that's going to help you lose the weight. You can do all of that in Jonesboro at the all-new Elite Total Health. And it doesn't matter if you want to lose 5 pounds, 25 pounds, or 75 pounds. The medical team at Elite Total Health is going to customize a plan that's perfect for you. So schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. 
Appointments are available, but walk-ins are welcome as well. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Don't wait to lose weight. Get started today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve, and that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with the perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. When it comes to servicing your vehicle, trust the folks at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Purcell provides unbeatable service, and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker and Caraway. Jonesboro. The Central Family of Dealerships is proud to sponsor the 2022 Sun Senior Classic coming Saturday, March the 19th at First National Bank Arena. Come and see the stars of local basketball here in Northeast Arkansas with the girls tipping off at 5 p.m. and the boys at 7 p.m. All admission proceeds go to a scholarship fund at First National Bank to be distributed to the participants. Brought to you by the Central Family of Dealerships. Also sponsored by First National Bank, Jonesboro Promotions Board, Vineyard Development, Poppy's Beach Grill and Event Center, Fat City Apparel Incorporated, Empower, Visionary Eye Care, and East Arkansas broadcasters. When it comes to COVID-19, there are several things you can do to protect yourself, your friends and loved ones, and your community. Wear a mask, wash your hands often, and continue to social distance when you are near other people. If you test positive or are exposed to COVID-19, you can get free, detailed information on what you need to do in order to prevent spreading COVID-19 to those around you. Just go to healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup. All right, welcome back here on the setup. Kate Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh... All right, so we'll get into some A-State baseball, but one of the things that comes when the month of March hits is that we start getting into some spring football talk, which does feel a little bit weird that we're talking spring football uh, because, I, I don't know, it, it, like it's 40 degrees outside. It was like sleeting and snowing yesterday. It feels a little bit weird to talk spring football right now, but spring football starts this Sunday. Uh and a press release just coming out from Arkansas State, uh, kind of highlighting some of the uh, practices for a state. Red Wolves will, will start up on uh, this Sunday, March 13th. They'll uh, they'll get three practices in before spring break. Uh, they'll come back on March 29th, and they'll get practices 4 through 14 in for March 29th through uh, April 21st. And then the spring game is set for Saturday, April 23rd at 215. So, 
I'm pretty sure we already knew the date for the the spring game because Butch Jones announced that at the signing day press conference, but I don't know that a time was ever set for the spring game. So now we do have that uh, is that a state football spring game coming up on Saturday, April 23rd at 2:15 p.m. It also works out pretty well because. The, uh, the A-State football team will play their spring game at 2.15. Then you'll have the A-State baseball team that at home that night against Troy at uh, Tomlinson Kelf. So it works out to be a, a pretty good weekend for for A-State. So that's what's coming up with, uh, with A-State football. Spring practice starts on Sunday, and uh, you'll have the spring game coming up at the end of April on Saturday, April the 23rd, the date for that so that'll be uh that'll be fun times for a state football uh for a state baseball last night and this is why it's so weird to talk about spring football right now is because a state had a 45 minute rain delay last night and there was rain and like sleet and it was cold and it was miserable and nothing about that game looked fun last night it uh, didn't start to around 645 650 uh, the game wound up taking, uh, I think, somewhere around three and a half, four hours last night, and uh, the Red Wolves wound up losing fourteen to six. Started off pretty good for A State. They uh, scored two in the bottom of the first, one in the second, and were up three nothing going into the third. And then Simo uh, scored ten runs between the uh, third and the fifth innings last night. And really kind of pulled away and never looked back in that game last night. One of the things that uh, you know really stands out on the A-State side of things is uh, the number of walks that were allowed by the A-State pitching staff. A-State allowed 13 walks last night, uh, 14 runs, 10 of them were earned. And so uh, a lot of runners on the base paths last night due to walks. And uh, A-State wound up falling 14-6 to to Tosimo last night, which... It honestly isn't the end-all, be-all, because we talked about it yesterday on the show. The The resume for SEMO for had been pretty impressive. A, a team that was really, really good at drawing walks, at getting on base, and just hitting a general. I mean, they, they win their opening series against Dallas Baptist, who was a preseason top 20 team. And now they have, uh, after the win last night, they have reeled off eight straight games. Uh, their only loss coming in the series finale against Dallas Baptist at 13-5 to after they had already uh, clinched uh, that series there. So it was a uh, it was a really good midweek opponent for a state, but the Red Wolves fall uh, last night in Jonesboro uh, to Southeast Missouri State. So now tonight, they'll take on Southern Illinois. And I think maybe the weather might be a little bit better tonight. Uh, it might not be raining or sleeting or snowing or whatever, and A State might actually have a uh, a decent some decent weather for uh, what has got to be one of the first times this year for an A State home game. So that should be fun tonight as A State gets set to take on Southern Illinois. Six o'clock is the uh, first pitch. You can hear it right here on the ticket. Kind of looking at uh, Southern Illinois as a whole. Uh, they entered ten and two on the year. They wind wound up losing their series opener and opening round of the fir- opening game of the first series to Louisiana Monroe. The Warhawks got them one to nothing. And after losing to Monroe, they proceeded to 
outscore Monroe 21-12 to in the next two games. So it was very lopsided in the next uh, couple of games for uh, SIU after defeating Monroe. Uh, also have a series win over Central Arkansas. They were able to take two out of three from Little Rock last weekend after dropping the series opener of that one 10 to nothing on Friday night. And then last night got into a crazy game. But it is interesting that either SIU is going to win or they are going to get blanked because they did not score in their opening game. They did not score against Little Rock in their two losses. So they're either going to win and score a lot of runs, or they are not going to score a single run at all. Uh, They played SIU Edwardsville last night, which, by the way, SIU, just regular Southern Illinois, who A-State plays tonight, has maybe the best baseball stadium name ever. Their baseball stadium name is Itchy Jones Stadium. Very elite baseball stadium name. Itchy Jones Stadium. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. So they played SIU Edwardsville last night, and I I don't know if it was a pitch machine or or if they had actual pitchers out there because it was 18-13 to the final last night. So... I mean, if you told me it was just like a pitch machine out there, I would I would buy that instead of actual actual arms because there were good lord a lot of runs scored uh, last night for for Southern Illinois. Eighteen runs, in fact, were scored by Southern Illinois, and yeah, eighteen runs on fourteen hits last night for for Southern Illinois. So uh, A State going to be facing a uh, a really good offense. Uh, the troubling stat is that Southern Illinois drew 10 walks last night. And obviously that's been something that has hurt A-State a little bit is the amount of walks given up so far on the gear. And this is a Southern Illinois team that has been pretty good at getting on base and, and drawing walks. So it'll be another tough uh, midweek test for A-State tonight as they get set to take on Southern Illinois. And then they'll have a day off. Maybe two. Maybe two. We'll see what happens on Friday before they take on Missouri State. Um, it, there is one to three inches of snow expected in Springfield on Friday. So the uh, the the likelihood that that game gets played against Missouri State on Friday seems, seems kind of low. But the likelihood that the game gets played tonight does seem better than most. Uh, as A-State will take on Southern Illinois tonight at 6 o'clock with a 545 pregame coming up right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Speaking of better than most, uh, Tiger Woods gets inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame today. We'll uh, we'll kind of come back. We'll touch on that and uh, look around at some of the NFL stuff. We had, did have some NFL news come out today. We'll also kind of look back at uh, the craziness that was yesterday in the NFL as well. So that's coming up after this time out here on The Ticket. Kara's icing down. Bobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. The setup continues right after this on The Ticket. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station, where all iPhone screens are repaired in 20 minutes and all accessories are buy one, get one free. Cell Phone Station near Fuji Steakhouse in Jonesboro. Call 870-203-0993. 
The Central Family of Dealerships is proud to sponsor the 2022 Sun Senior Classic. Coming Saturday, March the 19th at First National Bank Arena. Come and see the stars of local basketball here in Northeast Arkansas with the girls tipping off at 5 p.m. and the boys at 7 p.m. All admission proceeds go to a scholarship fund at First National Bank to be distributed to the participants. Brought to you by the Central Family of Dealerships. Also sponsored by First National Bank, Jonesboro Promotions Board, Vineyard Development, Poppy's Beach Grill and Event Center, Fat City Apparel Incorporated, Empower, Visionary Eye Care, and East Arkansas Broadcaster. Y'all, even after all the snow and ice, the weather is showing us that spring is coming and we're all about to be able to spend more time outside. Make your time outside better with Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the absolute best prices and the biggest selection too with more than 200 beers from around the world available. Come to the Show Me State just across the Kahlua colored waters of the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express at Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's is open seven days a week and reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. The Mosquito Armageddon is upon us in Jonesboro and Northeast Arkansas and Southeast Missouri. Farm fields are being flooded with millions of gallons of water as we speak, throwing gasoline on the breeding fire of blood-sucking vampire mosquitoes no one likes. This alien invasion is happening, and Mosquito Joe needs to treat you now before it's too late. Mosquitoes have no benefit to humans. They must be exterminated. As a matter of fact, if a mosquito bites me, then bites you. It's like using the same syringe. And that's why they do what they do at Mosquito Joe. Imagine being able to open your door during the summer and not worry about 500 mosquitoes trying to get in your house or buzzing around your ear at night while you sleep. Yes, our treatment is pet friendly, yard friendly. We have all natural treatment that is bee friendly. Yes, this kills fleas, ticks, black flies, gnats, and no seams as well. And yes, this kills mosquitoes on contact when they land on what we've sprayed. Call us today at 576-4257 so we can begin treatment of your home or business before the mosquitoes crush your way of living. It's only $49 for the first spray. Mosquito Joe, make outside fun again. Call 576-4257. You've been told banks with branches don't have the digital capabilities you need, but why not have the best of both worlds? At First National Bank, we have all the online banking tools you could ever need. Plus, if you need something, we have real people in real places near you. Digital with branches and real people. We know you can't be everywhere at once, but we can be anywhere you are. Check it, snap it, track it, pay it, move it, and ask it anywhere. First National Bank, putting you first, always. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Nebo Auto Center, Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative, is now celebrating its 20th year. And now is the perfect time to swing by their all-new location, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. If you're in the market for a late-model, low-mileage car, truck, or SUV, Nebo has a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. We go Nebo. It's the quickest hour in sports talk. That was fast. Now back to the setup on the ticket. All right, welcome back here on the setup. Halfway home on a Wednesday edition of the show as we continue along here on the ticket radio network. Kate Carlton, Andrew Bowen. With you here on the tickets as uh, get set to talk a little uh, some national news that uh, has come out or will happen later tonight. Uh, I, I do know one thing. Tonight at 5 o'clock, I, I'm really glad the World Golf uh, Hall of Fame deal is at 5 o'clock tonight because I don't necessarily want to have uh, to watch it in public because 
Tiger Woods' daughter, Sam, is going to induct him into the World Golf Hall of Fame. His whole family is going to be there. And so, uh, undoubtedly, it will be a little bit emotional given all the fact that, just given everything that has gone on in, in the last few years from... He, you know, the whole arrest for uh, being on painkillers to, to winning the Masters to getting in the car crash to now on the rehab to get back on the PGA Tour. Uh, you know, his caddy, Joe LaCaba, was on a podcast uh, today or yesterday, I believe, and, you know, said that Tiger was giving this one last go and he was going to try to do this, you know, one more time on the PGA Tour for however long it lasts to uh, to try and win again on the tour. And so... It will be it will be awesome to to kind of see that happen. I'm honestly surprised it uh, hasn't happened sooner uh, that Tiger has been inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame because honestly, like you could have inducted him into the World Golf Hall of Fame by like 2006 or five or six or seven, like pick a year in the mid 2000s, and he'd accomplished already enough to be inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame. Maybe Very even true. before then, yeah, like. Maybe even before that. Maybe maybe even by the time we got to the 21st century. I mean, I don't know. The 97 Masters was pretty incredible. But anyways, it's going to happen tonight. It will undoubtedly be cool. One of the one of the greatest athletes of our generation. Definitely the best golfer of our generation. And I would say the best golfer of, of all time. And so it is, it's going to be cool tonight. One of the things that has been circulating on Twitter is, you know, there's like three or four different uh, inductees into the World Golf Hall of Fame tonight. And they each have like their own separate locker of stuff from throughout the course of their career, like different trophies and different memorabilia pieces and all that. Well, most of these people have just like one standalone locker that's like the size of probably an NFL locker with all of their stuff in it. And Tigers is, I think, three separate lockers to put all of his stuff in. And there's <laughs> and like there's still stuff that's left out. And so that was a picture kind of circulating on uh on Twitter today, uh, so I thought that was cool. But, you know, we've all the time, especially on the drive, had this conversation of, in regards to hockey, like, if there is any hockey trivia question, you answer Wayne Gretzky, and at least, like, eight out of ten times, you're going to be right. Because Wayne Gretzky has, like, all the hockey records, is the greatest hockey player ever, and any kind of hockey trivia question you get, if you answer Wayne Gretzky, you're probably going to be right. It's kind of the same thing with Tiger Woods in golf. When who has who has the most consecutive cuts made? Tiger Woods. Who has who has the most this? Tiger Woods. Who made people redesign courses because he was bombarding it all over the course? Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. Like literally, the only answer that you probably couldn't that you couldn't answer Tiger Woods to at least right now is who has the most major wins. Because he doesn't have that right now. Right now. It's coming. Yeah. But or I hope it's coming. But uh <laughs> he doesn't have that right now. But like literally everything else in golf, if you ask a trivia question and you answer Tiger Woods, except for the majors, that I mean the answer is probably going to be correct, at least like ninety percent of the time. Yeah. So I mean, greatness is defined if if people have to change the courses or the sport for you then I think you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Oh, yeah. They, uh, and like your greatness. Augusta National, of all places, decides they have to change the course because this guy, Tiger Woods, is beating people by like <laughs> 18 strokes. Because he's too good, yeah. Yeah. He, it, like one of the only instances in the history of golf where, and this was during the Tiger Slam, and honestly, I didn't really, like I think I knew this, but I, I'd honestly forgotten about it until they did the whole Tiger Slam documentary on Golf, golf Channel a couple of years ago. Uh, 
he was a minus 350 favorite to win the Open Championship that year in the middle of the Tiger Slam. And I like literally that's the only time I have ever heard of a golfer going into a tournament that is a minus insert number favorite to yeah, win the tournament. That's crazy. With a hundred some odd plus players in the field, you're a minus three hundred and fifty favorite to win the tournament. That's absurd. That's I, almost guaranteed. That is guaranteed. Yes. <laughs> I mean it's it's just absolutely bonkers some of the stuff you look at from the course of his career. It's like, holy crap, this dude was good. But that's wild. Anyways, that's coming up tonight at uh, 5 o'clock on the Golf Channel. So that will be uh, fun to watch there. Uh, Also been fun to watch what is going on in the NFL right now with all the free agency stuff uh, that that has been going on over the course of the last uh, couple of days. Uh, Yesterday it got started with the fact that Aaron Rodgers was going to stay in Green Bay. And then we saw the Russell Wilson news about how he was going to Denver. And then last night we saw where... The Seattle Seahawks are releasing Bobby Wagner, and so it does, and they also said they're listening to trade offers for uh, Tyler Lockett, so it does feel like that the rebuild is completely on in Seattle now, a team that, you know, quite honestly, has kind of underachieved the last couple of years and really hasn't had any sustained playoff success I mean, in the while, it's been, what, three or four years since they made a deep run in the playoffs. And so at that point, you know, you have a lot of guys that are getting older. And so, it, you know, you get it. It's time to blow it up. But it's also a little bit crazy to to kind of see that era end with Russell Wilson now in Denver, Bobby Wagner being released, and apparently Tyler Lockett on the move as well. I, I think it's crazy that they're trading Tyler Lockett and not trading uh, Chris Carson. That's what kind of blows my mind. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess I guess Carson doesn't have much trade value because he's hurt all the time. But I feel like you would rather keep Lockett and build around DK Lockett and Rashad Penny because those are solid pieces. And now you have Noah Fant, so you have some really good weapons. You just need someone to throw to them. Who I don't know if Drew Locke's the answer, but we'll see. And another running back, and just get rid of Carson. That that's what I would do, but. Again, I'm not a GM for a reason, but I don't know what Seattle's doing. I guess I guess you're yeah. right. I guess they are going full rebuild. But and, and I honestly didn't even realize this until just looking it up now because I knew it had been a while since the Seahawks had made like a big run in the NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. They have not made it past the divisional round since they won the Super Bowl in 2014. Yeah, they they've struggled a yeah. lot in the postseason. Now, they they have won their division twice. They have finished second in the division four times and they have won uh 10 or more games in five of the last seven years but they have not done anything in the playoffs and so it kind of got it's to the sad. point now where it's it's time and this year they went seven and ten you know severely underachieved this year finished fourth in the division and so it kind of one of those deals where it's where it's time to uh I kind of to blow it up a little bit I think it's time they part ways with Pete Carroll but that's just me yeah that would if they part ways with Pete Carroll, then it becomes interesting, especially if it's after next year, because then obviously that is the number one name at the top of every single college football coach opening, yeah. uh, given the given what he did at USC and the success that he had uh, at Seattle, winning a, a Super Bowl there as uh, as well. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting uh, to follow. So that's the latest there from the Seahawks. The latest in terms of the NFL is that Carson Wentz is on the move. He has been traded to the 
the Washington Commanders. I, I wish they would. <laughs> you wanted to say. I wanted to say football team. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would have stuck with a football team. Like It's kind of the, funny. I liked it. The longer it goes without not having the football team, the more I hate it. Because it just kind of rolls off the tongue. I, yeah. I actually, at first it was a joke, but the the more time went on, the more I kind of enjoyed the whole Washington football team deal. The, we, uh, the commander's deal, just, I don't know, it just feels like an AFL team. No, it does. It's it's a very weird feeling name. But um, with the Carson Wentz situation, Darius Leonard actually tweeted about an hour ago, and he said, here we go again, about to be five years with the Colts and five different quarterbacks. feel like that's a subtle shot at his team. And then he said, thank you, Carson, for everything this year, my guy. I wish you nothing but the best. That first part feels like a little bit of a dig at the Colts, but yeah, which I, I don't blame him, but I just thought that was interesting. So, I don't, um, I don't know. the the Colts backup is Sam Brennan. Is that right? I uh, thought it was Jacob Eason. Is that not right? I don't. Uh, Sam Ellinger. I'm sorry, Sam Ellinger. Oh, that's Texas right. State. You're right. You're right. I knew yeah. it was. Some... I was thinking. I was thinking Colt Brennan, but no, yeah. it's it's Sam Ellinger <laughs> who who went to Texas as their backup quarterback, who has the viral video of saying "We're back." <laughs> <laughs> After they won the Super Bowl, and then Texas hasn't done anything since. I forgot then. about that. Yeah, so I knew they had some because every team has like, or not every team, but there's a lot of teams that have that one college quarterback that everyone remembers, and I knew they had one, and I couldn't remember who it was. <laughs> yeah, so so maybe it's the Sam Ellinger era in Indianapolis now, or maybe they oh, explore no, free not. agency, or well, who who knows what happens. But uh, Carson Wentz has been traded to uh, to the Commanders for a package of picks. Also. Uh, the New York Giants are apparently looking at Mitchell Trubisky to compete with Daniel Jones for the starting quarterback job. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'll say this. I like Trubisky over Jones, personally. I Hear me out. I yeah, think. I, 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 I think, mean, I like a junior high quarterback over Daniel Jones. Okay, I mean, fair like, point, what, like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> okay, I like Trubisky in general because I was thinking about it, and I think most quarterbacks under Matt Nagy have struggled, and – I want to see what he does outside of that offense. So if he struggles again, then I'm ready to write him off. But I want to I want to see a second chance from him because I mean in college he was solid. He looked amazing in college. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I know I bagged on Malik Willis the whole year and I will continue to bag on Malik Willis because he was not a better quarterback than Matt Corral. And anybody that says so like I I don't know, like maybe their eyes don't work, I don't know. <laughs> but I would take Malik Willis over Daniel Jones in a heartbeat right now and I wouldn't think twice about it. So I I agree with you there. I agree so, with you there. Anyways, that that's beside the point. All right, uh we'll come back. We'll uh we'll touch on some college basketball, a conference championship week is uh, really kicking off uh, today. Grizz got a win last night, uh, so we'll talk about that and uh, bounce around some topics to close out the show after this time out here on The Ticket. Our advice? Just take the over. More of The Setup is coming up next on The Ticket. Most everything down this hour. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Market Countdown. March corn at 735, down 19 and a half, with May corn at 733, down 20. March soybeans at 1686 and a half, down 18, with May soybeans at 1671 and three quarters, also down 18. March wheat at 1199 and a half, down 73 and a half. May wheat at 1201 and a half, down 85. March cotton at 121.67, down 50, with May cotton at 117.47, also down 50. March rice at 1252 and a half, down 14 and a half cents, with May rice at 1583 and a half, down 17. 
Moving on to livestock now. April live cattle at 137.57 and a half, down 147 and a half. With June live cattle at 133.95, down 150. March feeder cattle at 154.05, up two and a half. April feeder cattle at 160.15, down 17 and a half. April lane hogs at 101.15, down 177 and a half. With May lane hogs at 107.40, down 82 and a half. That's your EAB market countdown, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not excited for summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a single father of two who works three part-time jobs and still can't put enough food on the table? Or maybe a mother who cleans offices at night? Hoping to find meeting leftovers to take home to her hungry family. Or a war veteran who's having a hard time landing a job and getting back on his feet. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. You've got a lot riding on how well your car gets repaired. When you choose Stadium Auto Body after an accident, you know you've chosen the best body shop in Northeast Arkansas. Stadium Auto Body is iCar Gold Class certified, meaning our auto body professionals have current, up-to-date training that contributes to complete, safe, and quality repairs. Accidents happen. We're what happens next. Stadium Auto Body in Jonesboro and StadiumAutoBody.com. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better, too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Timeout's over, and we're going to a full court press. Now let's get back to the setup on the ticket. All right, welcome back here on the setup. Cade Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here on the ticket for another 10 minutes or so before uh, we get out of here today. Ticket Radio Network 95.3, theticket.com. Also to the TuneIn app by searching for uh, KDA there as well. Um, when is it too early to start looking at mock drafts and overreacting to mock drafts? <laughs> I ask that every year. I'm not sure. And, and like, honestly... I don't do this with any other draft. Like I, I, I love college basketball, but I I don't get invested into the NBA draft until like the night of. 
I couldn't tell you the last time, even though I love college, or even though I love college baseball and MLB, I could not tell you the last time I watched the MLB draft. I don't think I ever have. I have once in my entire life, and I watched the first pick, and then I turned it off. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't think I ever have watched the the NFL draft at all. But the NFL draft is a little bit different. I don't know why. I, I just get so invested about a month, month and a half out in some of these mock drafts, and. Like I sometimes I just like get mad like you people are idiots like what, what do you what do you do with your mock draft I watch the Niners first round pick if they have one and then I and then I'm good or the See, first five yeah picks. like like I'll watch the first night but I unless there's like an A State guy on the board that could get picked I, I'm I'm not watching the yes, weekend same I, with I'm, Tennessee. I'm just I, I'm not doing it I'll keep up with it on Twitter. Uh, I'll keep up with like who the Giants pick and like if yeah. any of any of the players or any player I liked watching in college, you know, the last year, if they get drafted, I'll kind of keep up with where they go. But that's that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> I, I honestly, I was just looking to see what the latest projections were for where the Seahawks go in the NFL draft now that they no longer have a quarterback, and uh, they had them going up to nine to draft Malik Willis. I don't I don't like that pick. Personally, yeah, but anyways, it is what it is. Uh, all right, so on to some college basketball. This is the uh, start of the conference championship week, really today. Uh, already today, we have seen some fireworks as not necessarily in the game because Syracuse just absolutely dismantled Florida State at 96 to 57 but in the process of that dismantling of Florida State Buddy Bayheim got caught up in a little bit of a controversy ooh as he uh like he was frustrated i guess after getting shoved in the lane and then after he got shoved he swings his arm into the stomach of a Florida State defender and gets tossed from the game and so he just released a statement through Syracuse that said, in the heat of today's game, after shoving in the lane, I swung my arm while turning to go back up court. I was wrong to act out in frustration. I apologized to Wyatt Wilkes, the Florida State player, multiple times at the handshake line. He said not to worry about it, but I know I was wrong. I pride myself in respecting the game and our opponent. I will not react that way again. So already today, we have seen some tempers flare and the fireworks go off. Oh boy. Um, in the ACC tournament in Brooklyn. Which, by the way, the ACC tournament is a highlight of why you should never play a conference tournament in a city that's too big. Like, I've been to Kansas City during the Big 12 tournament. I haven't been to the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City, but I've been there during the Big 12 tournament. And although Kansas City is a big city... Like they go all in for the Big Twelve tournament. If you go anywhere downtown, there's Big Twelve signs up. There's like, you know, different team logos and stuff like that. They go all in. Pensacola went all in and then some for the Sun Belt tournament. It was awesome to see. So if you go to if you go to like a smaller place like a Pensacola or even a big city that is not just too terribly big where there's not just over an abundance of things to do. I feel like you have a lot of support for this tournament. But there was something circulating around on Twitter yesterday about how outside of the Barclays Center, there is nothing promoting the ACC tournament. And the only thing up is like in some restaurants around the Barclays Center, there's just like these little mini pennants that are hanging up, and that's it. That's the only ACC logos you see. It's a weird place to have their conference tournament 
that I mean that feels like a place where you go for an early season cross conference tournament where you're playing yeah. like a big yeah. opponent, big neutral site. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. It doesn't feel like like I know a lot of tournaments are in Florida or Atlanta there or there's a few and I feel like those are good spots because in Florida you can like a Pensacola or Tampa or wherever it's kind of like a I don't know. There's stuff around the stadium that makes sense, yeah. and it feels like a community almost. Yeah. And whereas you go to somewhere like that with the Barclays Center, and it's it's just a mess. It's like everything's spread out. There's other stuff to do. People have lives. I mean, I get it, but it's no. It's I, weird. I yeah. I mean, I definitely get it. Like even last year, e- even in the middle of the COVID pandemic, when it was 25 percent attendance, the SEC tournament in Nashville, they were all in on the SEC tournament. It was. SEC signage everywhere across Broadway and, you know, at Bridgestone. And so they were all in. But it is a little, you know, I guess shocking to see the uh, the uh, the amount of people that just don't care about this tournament in Brooklyn. So move it to Greensboro. Let's play it in Greensboro every year. And let's stop trying to play better, it in yeah. New York. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, uh, the ACC tournament is going on right now. Boston College playing Wake Forest uh, in some of the – Opening round games, uh, SEC tournament also starting up later today. Ole Miss and Missouri start that off at uh, 5 o'clock today. Uh, you'll also see Georgia and Vanderbilt, who I guess Georgia is coach has an interim head coach for this game because they fired Tom Crean yesterday. So, Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess they're going to have an interim head coach for – this game against Vanderbilt. Um, That's going to be an ugly game. Yeah, that, I, I I have no desire to watch it. I, <laughs> it, it would take a large amount of money for me to sit down and watch that basketball that game tonight. That is really ugly basketball. Yeah. The, the Tom Crean thing is interesting, though, because it's it's one of the kind of the wilder stories in college basketball where he takes Marquette to the Final Four and takes Marquette to five NCAA tournaments and is like this can't-miss guy that is that gets hired out of Marquette goes to Indiana, and although he doesn't have like the success that Indiana had during Bobby Knight, he still has like some success at Indiana. Uh, and you know, I honestly thought did a pretty given the current environment of college basketball and the fact that I don't really know if Indiana is ever going to get back to the days of where they dominated like they did with Bobby Knight, just the same way as Nebraska football. Uh, It'll take a lot. Yeah, I mean, like, he took him to three sweet 16s. He got him to, to four 20-win seasons. Um, he was pretty good at, at Indiana. He wasn't uber successful, but he was pretty good. And then he goes to Georgia, and he's 47-74, and 74, just capped off a 6-25 and 25 season. Like, it's so wild to see just the fall from grace from a guy that takes – and granted, I know he had Dwayne Wade when he took Marquette to the Final Four. I get that. But from a guy who takes Marquette to the Final Four and takes him to the NCAA tournament every year to a guy that has pretty good success in Indiana to a guy that like literally can't win games at Georgia. It is quite it's the sad. quite the fall from grace. Yeah. And Georgia was Georgia is not good. No. I mean just it's bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least they got football. At least they won a natty this year in football. Hey, they you almost know? beat Tennessee in basketball, and I was about to be so ashamed of that team, <laughs> but uh, so Tennessee's what the two? Are they the two seed? They're the two seed, yes. Okay. So and Arkansas is the four seed. Would they match up with Arkansas in the semifinals if Arkansas makes it there? Maybe. I have. I have honestly, be, yeah. I, honestly, I hadn't even looked at the SEC. Here, hold on. I have it pulled up. SEC bracket. 
I would be all in for another uh, Tennessee Arkansas game because both that game of those was games great. That, both of those games this year uh, were were pretty interesting. Uh, no, it would be the championship game. They would have to meet up with Arkansas. Yes, yes, that's right. So Arkansas plays the winner of LSU and whoever wins the Ole Miss uh, Missouri. Missouri game, which yeah. LSU is going to win that game. So Arkansas plays LSU, and they're most likely going to have to play Auburn, and then they would play the winner of most likely Tennessee and Kentucky in the SEC championship game if they were to advance that far so i like us over kentucky but kentucky scares me yeah it really i mean really the top four in the sec is really doggone good uh all right in uh in nba action last night uh we'll get to this before we get out of here the uh the grizz were able to get back on track against the new orleans pelicans last night in a game that like really wasn't close uh i'm gonna be honest i went and saw the batman again because it's that good uh and was just getting like push notifications on my watch uh, with the with the scores at the quarter through the through the Grizz app, and the Grizz were like all over the Pelicans at halftime. And it's like, oh yeah, so this is uh, this is not close. Uh, but the Grizz wound up winning last night, one thirty two to uh, one eleven in that one. They had three different scores reach twenty or more points, including. John Morant, who led the way with 24 points, eight rebounds, and eight assists last night uh, for the Grizz. Overall, wound up with uh, six different players getting into double-digit scoring last night. So uh, they moved to 45 and 22 on the year, 23 and 10 now at FedEx Forum, and they'll next be in action uh, coming up on Friday uh, against the New York Knicks at seven o'clock. On uh, oh, that's a national TV game. It's on NBA TV. So. Which I don't know if it's is NBA TV considered national TV? Because uh, I don't think everybody gets NBA TV, right? Yeah, I don't. No, I, mean, I, don't, have, I don't think it is. They have five NBA TV games remaining, and then they also have a six thirty ESPN Wednesday night tip off against uh, Brooklyn coming up in a couple of weeks. So yeah, I guess the ESPN one would be national versus the NBA TV one. But I think they consider NBA TV a national game, even though I don't really, hmm. I don't really know if it shows up at at every single place yeah i don't know league pass is very confusing yeah <laughs> my brother has it so i can't tell what is national and what is not but i i have no idea um all right so before we get out of here by the way uh the new sensation sweeping the nation is a game called hurdle and i think it might be my favorite thing to exist right now so it's like Wordle, where you get six guesses to oh, guess the yeah, word yeah. or whatever. But this is where you're guessing a song. So you get oh. like you get like a three second clip, a six second, a nine second, a twelve second, a fifteen second. You get six tries to guess the song. I got today's in one. If you put out if you put Outcast on there, I'm getting it every single time. I'm just gonna let you know. Legends. So that is. It's the sensation sweeping the nation. It's fantastic. All right, that does it for us. The Drive with Brad Bobo is next. A-State baseball tonight. Workday Red Zone coming up tomorrow from 12 to 2. Get you back to us from 2 to 3. For Andrew, I'm Cade. So long. Have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.